Hello, everyone, and welcome to CVU Quantum Radio Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareco. Karmic Astrology is presented by Explore Astrology with Susan Reynolds. She has worked as a karmic astrologer for the last 35 years. Karmic Astrology traces the soul's evolution from past lives into the current life, setting the stage for a great journey of free choice and disincarnation. Look at your past, present, and future with Karmic Astrology. Astrologer and intuitive healer Susan Reynolds speaks astrology as a language of life, a positive, living, and a breathing language of human possibility. Before each reading, Susan meditates upon the chart in question and sees visions of that person's past lives and how they are impacting her current life. During her show, Susan has pre-selected some callers for different types of readings. If time allows, she will take additional live callers. If you want to be considered for your future show with Susan, please go to www.charlotteview.net, look for Susan Reynolds under our monthly shows tab, and fill out the request. Susan lives in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and attends various fairs and events. To find out locations or contact Susan Reynolds outside of the show, please go to her website, www.exploreastrology.com. Com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays to see View and listen to all our shows. Go to charlotteview.net and look on their monthly shows. Find our podcast directory and listen to us live or on demand. Now, let's find out what is coming up in the stars and who are the lucky callers of the day. Danny, and welcome everybody to Karmic Astrology 2019 with Susan Reynolds. We are so, so excited to have her back this year. Since we have been with Susan for probably almost two years, and it is so exciting, and I we feel so blessed to have her back with us and to share who she is with the world. So let me tell you that just recently, I met Susan Reynolds in person because we have only met each other monthly shows. So we know a lot about what we do, who we are, what we think, but we have never actually met each other. And she is a regular in the Awakenings 1111 Metaphysical Fair. So they came to Winston-Salem, and they are coming back, and they're going all around um, North Carolina and South Carolina, so check that out, because Susan is part of that. Well, we met, and of course she was doing what she loves the most, and that is astrology. She breathes astrology, she talks astrology, and she knows astrology. And today, we're going to talk about um, the forecast, the prediction of the USA. And also, we have two pre-selected callers that are going to get a prediction on their own natal chart. Plus, she is taking live callers. So when she starts talking, I'm going to start getting some of those names that are listening to us and are waiting to have a reading. So please, when I call um, your number, um, let us know your first name and what is your astrology sign, your sun sign. And for now, let's bring Susan Reynolds to the show. She can start telling us about today's episode. Susan, welcome to see you. So happy to have you here with us. Hey, Claudia. It's nice to be back. 
I will say when I was doing the Awakening Sphere in Winston-Salem, Claudia was there, and I looked up and, and realized I was meeting Claudia. I was meeting my producer <laughs> of the radio show, and I was like, Claudia, like I was throwing my arms around her as if we were long-lost friends, and of course we are friends, but we live in different cities, and so we don't see each other, and that was our first face-to-face meeting, and, and that was lovely because it's it's nice when you can put a face to the voice. And so I love being part of the Awakenings show, and it goes to all parts of North Carolina and cities. And so uh, there is a lot, lot going on, Claudia, today in this show. If I had known how much stuff I have to talk about and say, I would have asked for two hours. But we are going to cram it all into one hour and make sure we get to everything. Because it's the beginning of the year, and I know people are looking at so much is going on in our country and the world, and I wanted to talk about what I see happening astrologically and intuitively. And um, I will say one of the things, I'm, and the way I'm going to do this, instead of just having it done kind of in clumps or in sections, I'm going to talk a little bit about some some things I see coming up, and then I'm going to take a caller, and then I'll see some other things I see coming up and take another caller and kind of mix it up a little bit. And at the end of the show, as most of you know, right at the tail end, I always do the sign of the month. And the sign of the month this month is Capricorn. So if you're a Capricorn or know somebody that's a Capricorn, at the tail end of the hour, I'll be talking about that sign. So make sure that you stick around and get to understand the Capricorns in your life a little bit better. Okay. So I am going to say one of the first things I'm going to mention is is looking in February because the show is the last week of the month. And so I always think it's kind of nice to take a look at the month coming up. And February is right around the corner. And one of the things that I notice in February is that on February 19th, we have a full moon coming up. And that moon is what is known as a supermoon. And some of you may have heard that term kind of thrown around and wonder about, well, what makes that moon so super? And that's just a phrase that is used to describe when the moon is the closest to the earth. And so the influence of the moon can be stronger because obviously its proximity is greater. And the full moon happens when the sun and the moon are opposite each other. And the moon is illuminated and we look up in the sky and we see the full moon. But if you look at the qualities of the sun, that represents our willpower, our force, our personality, our place in the world, our outer connections. And if you look at the moon, that expresses our emotions, that expresses the parts of ourselves we don't always share, you know, that are private and reserved. And, you know, we may know they're there, but not always want to share them with the world. So think of it as these two parts of ourselves coming into conflict. These two parts of ourselves are being asked to balance very different energies. The willpower pulls you into one side and the emotions pull you into the other. And this is why we see more conflict at a full moon, more emergency room visits, more stuff happening because of this conflict going on. But it doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. A full moon can be when you sort of recognize these two sides of personality that need to be incorporated. And so on the 19th of February, we are going to have a full moon in the very early degrees of Virgo. And Virgo is a lovely sign that is very much about caregiving and service and wanting to help people. Very kind hearts. Virgos are so, so loving. But Virgos are also very detail-oriented. They can be quite discriminating. And one of the key words that you sometimes read about with Virgo is criticalness. Most of the Virgos I know are the most sweet, loving, kind people who are the least critical people, obviously. Most of the time, Virgos are mostly critical of themselves. But any time that Virgo is strong, we can be much more sensitive to any kind of perceived criticism. It doesn't mean somebody who's actually trying to, to criticize us. You know, it just means that we're taking it that way. So around the time of the 19th, and I'm saying maybe a few days before and a few days after, be a little bit more, I don't know, maybe laid back and a little bit more relaxed 
about criticizing, criticizing other people or even taking offense at what did he or she mean by that? You know, how dare they comment on my hair looks longer? I know what they were trying to say. You know, that full moon can push us a little bit and push some buttons there. So we might just want to do a little deep breathing and give them a little slack because chances are they did not mean anything wrong. But it can also be a very, very good time for us to bring forward our caring, compassionate nature, our healing energies, our desire to nurture and help. How do we help and show our compassion in a practical way? And so I'm kind of looking forward a little bit to that full moon. And I think it's going to be a positive time for us to be able to bring these energies into balance in our life. So, okay, I will also say quickly that in February we have both the sun and Mercury in Aquarius. And Aquarius is a sign of, hang on a minute, let me take a sip of something here. Aquarius loves what is different, what is new, what is unusual, what is exciting. Aquarius is a sign of the rebel, and they love being different, sometimes just for the sake of being different. They will have ice cream for dinner and pot roast for dessert. They will dress differently and express themselves differently. They naturally think outside the box, and they can come up with these off-the-wall ideas that can make a fortune. It is the sign of the inventor. So I am hoping that what we are seeing in the world right now with maybe a lot of um, conflict in our government, we can find new ways of looking at things. This can be an exciting mental energy. We get out of the old ways of looking at things and we come up with totally new solutions. Now, obviously, I'm hoping that we have government and people in authority that throw out the rule book and come up with new solutions to things. Look at things in a very new and progressive and exciting way. But we can also do this in our own personal life. We can start to look at what do I want to change? What have I, What am I tired of doing? What's a new way of doing this? Let me try something new. So in February, I'm going to encourage you to, you know, try new things. Try, you know, Ethiopian cooking and take a new route to work and go to movies that you don't think you like but may find that you enjoy and read different kinds of books. Take a chance on a few things. It does not mean be irresponsible, but it means hmm, think outside the box and broaden the horizons a little bit. So, yeah, I think February can be kind of exciting for all of us. So I'm going to ask right now, um, Claudia, who is our first caller of the day? Okay, so we're going to Tennessee, and we're bringing Tracy to the show. Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hello. Well, thanks for calling in and giving me your chart information. I have your chart right here in front of me. Is there any area in particular you would like me to talk about or discuss with you? Not specifically. Okay, well then... I'm going to mention a few things that I see coming up that I think are kind of exciting. Yeah, because you okay. have Jupiter getting ready to make a change. And Jupiter, as many of you know, is in Sagittarius this year. And in your chart, it is getting ready to make a change right around the corner. And actually, on February 11th, this planet is going to gather all of its little energy together. And it is going to move from one house into a new place in your chart. And as it moves into this new place, the area that it is moving into is one that deals with relationships. So I'm getting a little personal here, but I'm going to ask if you are married or single. Well, it's interesting. I am both. Okay. <laughs> I am currently then married, I'm not going to go any further. Living, I am not living with my spouse. <laughs> okay. I, and the reason I ask that is because Jupiter is an expansive energy. It is big and it brings things up to the surface. And as this moves into this new area of the chart on the 20th of February, it's going to stay there the rest of the year. And so relationship issues, all kinds of relationship issues, are going to become much more front and center in your life. 
And obviously, this usually comes out in terms of a love partnership. Our, our spouse or our, our you know, significant other becomes of paramount importance. If we're single, we want somebody there. If we have somebody there, we start looking at the relationship. Is this working? Is this what I want? You know, this is where we're asking all of these questions. How do I make this work? You know, is this just exhausting? Is this exciting? You know, what do I want my romantic life to be like? And these are questions that are going to be there back and forth, you know, moving forward and backwards all of the year. It's just like a tone that's there in the chart. And it is actually, for most of the time, I see this come out in a nice way in terms of love. We want a romantic partner there. You are a Taurus. And, you know, Taurus is a pretty sensual sign. And they like, you know, silk against their skin and high-quality materials and put their feet up on some nice soft fur. And, um, you know, they don't want to sit there and drink water and eat bread. They, they want a nice meal. They want to enjoy life. And so as this energy comes in, it is a time when I want you to pay attention to what do you do for yourself. You know, last year, this energy was in a different place, and so it may have been a lot about helping other people, giving back, taking care of somebody. But now you're starting to look at what makes me happy. Do you like to travel? This is a very social place for this planet. And so you may start to think about doing things with friends, taking trips, going to concerts and the theater and getting out more and you're just going to be having a good time with this, Tracy. I see a lot of friends with you, a lot more social invitations around you, this kind of thing. And so the only thing that um, I give my clients sort of a heads up about is that all of these lovely things about travel and, and vacations and spa days and theater and all, they cost money. You know, They do not come for free. And this is going to be here for quite a while in your chart. So I would just say start to budget for some sort of pleasure or fun. Start to set aside a certain amount of money because this energy can be a bit impulsive and you don't want to make one of those you know, visits to the store for a little retail therapy and then go home and go, what did I do? I can't afford to spend this much on a new pair of shoes and you know, have buyer's remorse kind of thing. But it's about manicures and pedicures and it's a very feminine energy and so you may be feeling more feminine it's also very flirtatious just so you know you may be out at the restaurant flirting with the waiter who's you know 20 years older than you or even 20 years younger than you um i like this Last year has been a lot about doing the right thing and being an adult and taking care of business and you're moving into an energy that is a little bit more playful and a little bit more positive where things are not hanging around so much. You're sort of more ready to make decisions. I will also say towards the end of this year, I do see an increase in your prosperity and abundance. And I think that would be very welcome because right now you have Saturn there and that um you know, that is a bit challenging. Saturn tends to restrict. It tends to put in very clear boundaries and ask us to work for whatever we have. So with Saturn in one of your money areas, you may have been spending a lot of twenty eighteen kind of thinking about the budget. What can I afford to spend and, you know, what do I need to earn or how am I going to make ends meet or, you know, very bottom line kind of questions. And so towards the end of this year, I see that easing up and I see that getting better. What I especially like is even though I see that energy beginning towards the end of 2019, it carries forward into 2020. So I hate that the year when you want to play and spend money and have a good time is the same year when you're looking at the bottom line and trying to take care of the budget. But the end of the year is when you start to see the light with whatever you have done or whatever financial changes you have made. You have really started to um, see the results of those, and you can start to feel proud of yourself. I'm also going to say, hang on a minute, I'm looking at this. Right now, in January, it feels like you've been very busy going and doing and people sort of tugging on your energy. But in February, right around the corner, I want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. 
that is not you're not going to have as much physical energy in February and into March. This is a six week period where you may feel a little physically tired. So make sure that you're getting plenty of rest, you're taking your vitamins. It is a time to kind of go within, relax, and if possible, not push yourself physically. It's okay to say, you know, if I can put this off until March, I'd say put it off until March. Even April. April's much better. Because in April, you have more energy. You're ready to go. But these next six weeks... Get a reading, you know, take a meditation class, you know, start a dream journal. It is about going within and resting and renewing the spirit. You know, we need to take care of our spiritual life just as much as we need to take care of our physical life. So don't be surprised if you start to, you know, pull away a little bit in February and March wanting to stay home more because January and the beginning of February have been so active and you have just been going and doing all over the place with friends everywhere and lots of activities and I want you to be ready for that kind of change. But it's not for forever. So it's just for a few weeks to give you time to recharge your batteries, and then you're going to come out guns ablaze, and you're ready to go in April, honey. You're ready to take on the world, you know, and do it. I will say in March, we are going to have our first of the year retrograde periods, and Mercury is going to be retrograde from March 5th through March 27th. So if possible, I'd put off major purchases during that time or uh, making major decisions, if possible. You know, if it's not possible, you just go ahead and do the best you can. Astrology is supposed to be there to help us. We don't serve astrology. It's a tool to help us. So that's a nice timing. If you have to sign anything before or after Mercury retrograde is the best time to do it. So do you have any questions about anything I talked about? I don't. That sounds great. Thank you. Okay. Well, it's been my pleasure. Thanks for calling in. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. And keep me posted on all the good stuff you're doing. (laughs) Okay. I definitely will. (laughs) Thank you, Tracy. And that was also awesome. You had almost run out of the time, but it was perfect timing. Oh. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. (laughs) And I'm going to switch gears a little bit, as I promised. And um, I have, yesterday, as a matter of fact, did a talk here in Charlotte, North Carolina, on predictions for 2019. And, of course, one of the first things everybody is talking to me about and asking about is the government. This government shutdown has definitely created a lot of ripple effects and people are concerned and everybody's, you know, looking at what's going to happen this year and what's going on with this Mueller probe and what's going on with Congress and a lot happening. It is going to be a big year politically. It's going to be a big year economically. The United States is facing a lot of changes. There's a lot of things happening internationally. Quite frankly, there's so much happening that I don't think I can cover it all in the time that we have available. I did record my um, full two-hour talk yesterday about what's coming up in 2019, and I'm hoping to have that for sale on my website, um, exploreastrology.com, by the end of the week. And so if you want to hear the full thing, you can go to my website and uh, purchase the talk and I will download it for you and make sure that you get that in the time that we have available today I'm just going to start to hit a few of the highlights of what people were asking about yesterday and how I answered them because if the people in the audience were asking these questions I'm thinking the people listening to the radio show want to know the same thing And one of the first things that everybody was asking, of course, was about our president and what is going on there and how are things going to go. And, you know, one of the uh, people in the audience specifically asked me, is Donald Trump going to be impeached? And my answer was yes and no. I do think that articles of impeachment will be brought against Donald Trump this year. Now, understand, I'm not saying this from a Republican viewpoint or a Democratic viewpoint or an independent viewpoint. I am Switzerland. I am neutral. I am looking at the chart. 
and looking at the chart of the U.S. and the chart of the president and trying to look at what the planets are doing and is this going to happen. And it does look like that is going to happen, but I do not think that the president will be removed from office through impeachment. So take that as you will. He has a very, very challenging solar chart for him, and his birthday is in June. He is a Gemini, and from June of 2018 through June of 2019, he has a very challenging year. And I think he would agree if I told him that. He would say, yes, this has been a challenging year. He has had a lot coming at him and a lot he has had to deal with, and he has been struggling a little bit. I will say I do think the period between now, January of 2019, and July of 2019 is going to be especially difficult for him. I do think this is probably the most difficult time for him on multiple levels. Not only is this an incredibly challenging time for him politically, but going on in his chart, he may also not be feeling very well physically. And I don't know what your your political beliefs are for the people listening or your religious or spiritual beliefs, and I try not to get into all of that stuff, but I would say that if prayer is a part of your life, that I would think praying for our country and not any, you know, political party or anything, but I would just ask prayers for our country and prayers for our leaders because this year there's a lot of changes and a lot of things that are going to be coming out, and that's something that we as Americans can do for our country. We may not be able to to fix everything, but I certainly don't think saying prayers for our country and our leaders is going to hurt anything. I will say I do think physically he does not feel very strong. And um, I'm saying this a little facetiously, but if I was his doctor, I would be telling him to stop eating the cheeseburgers. You know, he needs to have fruit and vegetables and an exercise program and lots of water. And, you know, he needs to baby his body a little bit. Sometimes our body just says, you know, no, you need to pay attention to me. And this is one of those times. And sometimes we can push our physical self and our body will go there with us. This is not one of those times for him. So, you know, I know when I'm stressed, I head for the refrigerator, and I think a lot of us do, and and I think he does too. We we go to comfort food, but this year I think he really needs to be looking at how can I take better care of myself physically because that doesn't feel strong, and so I do think that he feels kind of discouraged this year and facing some things that he's not that happy about. But one of those things is about the economy. Last year, we saw some big highs and lows in terms of stock market drops. Uh, In the first part of the year, January right now, through around uh, beginning of April, I think we're going to have the the same thing. It's going to kind of bump along, maybe a few drops and it recovers kind of thing. But the further we get into 2019, the more hits I think the stock market is going to take. Uh, the more stress it's going to come under. Around September, October, I do think there's going to be a drop that would be significant. And by the end of the year, we are in danger of going into recession. So I hope that I'm wrong about that. And just because there's a possibility of that does not mean it's going to happen. But it is definitely a year of making sure that you're paying attention to spending and spending wisely and making sure that you get good value for your money kind of thing. I will say I do think the housing industry is going to be better in the first half of 2019 for the seller, in the second half of 2019 for the buyer. So if you want your home to appraise high, I would get it appraised between January and April. I think that period is a little bit higher. And then later in the year, I think we see some dips and some changes, which is good for the buyer who wants to, you know, get a deal on something. So it's something for everybody, (laughs) something for the buyer, something for the seller, just at different times during the year. And so, yes, I do think we need to pay a little bit more attention to the economy. But I will tell you something I told the people yesterday. Do not ever, ever, ever make your financial investments and decisions based on what some astrologer says. You don't ever do this. 
Go to a licensed professional, somebody that understands the market and understands your personal situation and talk to them about it and what are your goals and am I diversified enough and, you know, what do I do if I do this or that and, and talk it out and make sure that you feel, you know, secure and in charge of what's going on there financially. Now, I've got more stuff I'm going to talk about in the year ahead, but right now, once again, let's switch it up a little bit. And okay. let's take our next caller. Okay, so we're going to go to Seattle, and we're going to bring Olina to the show. Okay. Hi, Olina. Hello, Tracy. Uh, uh, hello, Stacy. Susan. Susan. Susan, I'm sorry. I am so excited to, to hear your voice, and I read about you when you are talking. Uh, your website is amazing, just amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, For those of you who don't know, every month on my website, I put out free predictions for every sign. And so you don't have to pay anything or join anything. It's just something I do to give back to the community. And so I put out articles about different things going on astrologically. and, And I love astrology, and I try to share it as much as I can. So I've got your chart right in front of me, and thank you for the chart information. And is there any area in particular you would like me to focus on or talk about? Yes, please. It's my personal life. Uh, It's been very rocky last couple of years. So I want to know what you will tell me. Okay. I don't know if last year you moved um, or bought or sold some property, but it looks like starting late last year and moving into this year, there is a lot of energy here around the home and the family. So yes, sometimes, very true. Okay, good, good. I'm getting it right. So it tells me I'm seeing good, accurate information. So it definitely looks as if there can be, and this is a positive energy, by the way. It is not, you know, negative or bad. So this can be finding the right home. This can be, you know, finding a good vacation home or selling a piece of property for a good price. It is actually a very positive real estate energy. So if you are looking at buying anything or selling anything this year, I would encourage you to do that. Okay, Mm because you should do very well with them, and that should really help you. And hang on a minute. I am going to say, quite frankly, Mm -hmm. it does look, I don't know if you're married or single or dating anybody, but it does look I divorced now, and uh, I divorced in 2018 and selling house in Seattle, and I've been dating one English guy, but I don't know where it's going, to be honest, you know? Well, I will say um, for 2018, 2019, and 2020, you have Saturn in one of the areas of love. Now, when Saturn comes along, that's a that's a serious planet. It doesn't mess around. And Saturn is not looking for a good time. It's not looking for a party. It's looking for something serious. So, yes. in the back of yeah. So, in the back of your mind, you're you're asking is is this relationship a keeper? Is this relationship yes. what I want? Is this long-term? Yes. Is it solid and real and they're going to be here? And this is what yes. you're asking, and you are not going to settle for anything less than that. And that Absolutely. is going to be good for you. And that is <laughs> going to be part of your life all this year and all next year. And it's it's tough sometimes because it narrows down the field but it also means that this year and next year, because you're looking at love and relationships with this energy of long-term responsible uh, commitment, that you have a good chance, a good opportunity here to be in a relationship that is solid and real and based on good values and will go into the future. So the relationships that you develop in 2019 and 2020 are going to have some staying power and going to be there for a while. Now, I don't know if you do anything creatively or work creatively in any way, but this can also be a time in which you think about turning a hobby into a business. This year would be a good time to do that. And I'm going to tell you 
around April and then, well, March and April, and then again moving into 2020, it looks like there is some positive career energy here. It looks like there may be, um, I don't know, you do very well in real estate. I would really tell you to oh enjoy real estate God. professionally. Listen, Susan, I tell you between us, I came to United States only five years ago, but I acquired two real estate licenses in Florida and in Washington State, and my plan is to sell house for uh, large money in Seattle and move to New York and get a real estate license in New York and start to do business in Manhattan. I already met some good friends there, and the plan is, oh my God, how do you know? And plan is to <laughs> Uh, start a real estate in New York, you know? I think that would be fabulous. I think this year you are really looking, especially between now and the end of March, at making some professional changes. And so you are looking at where do I want to work, what is the best area for me to work in, what is the best company for me to work with. This is actually a very um, strong, very strong career time for you. And by strong, I don't mean negative. I mean, this is a year when you could take charge of your career. And I am so glad that you are in real estate because it is a natural for you. If there's one area of the chart that jumps out for me as a good profession for you, that is it. So I'm very (laughs) glad to see that happening. And I will tell you, don't get discouraged if you do not see huge payoffs right away. Um, Mm -hmm. I will say I think around September and going through December and then continuing into 2020 is when you start to see the results of some of your hard work. And so you put in the work now, and I think later this year, like the last quarter and going into 2020, you start to see success and you start to see results. And I would look especially at 2020 as a very successful year for you professionally. I'm really excited about that. And I will say next year is much better for you romantically than this year. This this may be a little, you know, you're looking at what you don't want and you're trying to find the right thing. And But it's not until like December and then going into next year that you really start to um, – feel better about relationships and love and more excited and balance that sense of stability and romance coming together. So I think you're in the right profession. I think you're doing great. Yes, in five my first five years in the United States, I had six houses and condos, and uh, it was so easy and natural that uh, I just uh, need to have more licenses in different states and move further, you know, New York, uh, Seattle, uh, Miami, because uh, it's, uh, it's a great business. Lots of work, but uh, lots of payoff, and I don't have anything else to do. I don't have American formal education. My English is not the best, so I can't do anything else, you know. I love it that you, you, I'm going to say, accidentally fell into the right profession, but there's no accidents. This is a wonderful (laughs) profession for you, and you found it, and it's going to feed your spirit, and I think you're very, very good at it, so I'm glad you're doing this. Yeah, congratulations. I'm so happy to talk to you. I'm going to write you an email, and I want to have some readings from you, you know, prediction and future readings. Okay, Uh, I would love that. Just go to my website, exploreastrology.com, and you can contact mm -hmm. me through that and email me, Mm -hmm. and I read for people over the phone all the time. So set it up, and we'll make it happen. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Claudia's letting me know we're out of time. So. And and again, it's perfect timing. <laughs> Thank you, Alina, for uh, sending your information. Oh, let me cancel that. Cancel. Okay. Okay. Well, we're so, gonna we're gonna switch and gears a little bit. We do have more callers waiting. We have a couple more callers waiting, and so. Let's continue with the show. Let me mention um, a couple of things prediction-wise, and then we'll take one of the callers, and then we'll see where that goes and take more callers because it's the beginning of the year and people have questions. 
I will say on March 6th, which is right around the corner, we are going to have the planet Uranus make a change that is a big, big deal astrologically. And it is going to move from the sign of Aries into the sign of Taurus. And Taurus is an earth sign and is all about the earth. But Uranus is all about upheaval and change and revolution. And I think these two together are going to bring in changes in the earth. We are going to see a lot of talk about climate change. And we are going to see more earthquakes this year than we saw last year. And I think last year we saw an increase from the year before. So we are going to see earthquakes in places we don't usually see them. And we are, I, I think, and I hate to say this, I hope I'm wrong, I think California is at risk of an earthquake. But, you know, that poor state, it just had all these fires. And so I definitely hope that I am wrong about um, California. But North Carolina, which is not a big earthquake state, I think we may have a little rumble this year in terms of earthquakes. Um, Italy, uh, around the Far East, Japan, Indonesia, I think we, it's almost like I see the oceans um, you know, changing and shifting. And so I definitely think we are going to see earthquakes uh, all over the world. I'm not limiting this to the United States or one particular part. And we are going to see quite a bit going on there. We are going to see, I think, a hurricane around Louisiana. I do not think it is going to be as bad as Katrina, but I do think it's going to be significant. So I do think Florida, both Florida and Louisiana and North Carolina, are at risk this year for another um, hurricane that is noticeable or makes the news kind of thing. Hopefully we will not see anything else like Harvey and what hit Texas. But I do think we're going to see a lot of people all over the world talking about climate change and talking about the earth and talking about what we need to do for the earth and what kind of changes do we need to make. And I think that's fabulous. I love those talks opening up, and I love people sort of discussing and coming together. I will also say that both... um, You know, one of the areas, I'm switching gears back to politics, and one of the areas of Donald Trump's chart that is a bit stressed is that around children. And so Donald Trump Jr., and I include Jared Kushner and um, Eric Trump, I think that's his other son, all of these are Capricorns. And Capricorn is facing Saturn coming near them. So I think all of three of these individuals are going to have kind of a tough year this year going on, and they may face legal problems, and they may you know, not be too happy with some of the things that's coming their way. But it, um, I did not look at their charts. I'm looking at that from Donald Trump's chart, and it looks as if he's worried about children or stressed about his children in some way. I will say April seems to be a turning point for the president. And um, after that, he has to really work on his health. Now, I will say, because Nancy Pelosi has been in the news so much, I took a look at her chart, and she has some very positive health energies operating in her chart this year. And so not only may her health be very good this year, but she may, or the the Democratic Party of Congress, introduce some sort of new health legislation, or they may make that the cornerstone of of their their program, or I don't know enough about politics, even know what you call it, their platform, I think they call it. So I definitely see um, Nancy putting forward a lot of of energy and a lot of uh, political bills or whatever about health care or cost of health care, things like that. I'm also going to say with Jupiter being in Sagittarius, we are going to look for some changes coming up about student loans. I think that is going to hit Congress, and I think we're going to see some reform in that area, and we may see some changes in how loans are given and how they are repaid before the end of the year. So, okay. Um, Claudia, who else have we got? (coughs) Okay, so now let's go with Stacy, and she is a Sagittarius. She is a Sagittarius. Okay. Hey, Stacy. Hi. Hello. Well, hi. I am very glad to tell you that you are going to have a much better 2019 than you had 2018. Wow. (laughs) 
Aren't you glad you called in just to hear that? Yes. <laughs> because 2018, although astrologically, well, I, was, I wasn't going to use that word, but yeah. <laughs> it was a tough year. It was a challenging year. And I can see that when I look at this energy. But 2019 is going to be much better because, number one, emotionally, you're feeling much stronger. You're feeling much more centered, and you're feeling much more able to handle things. Where last year, it just felt like you were just overwhelmed with everything. You just wanted to pull the covers over your head and, you know, not have to get out of bed or leave the house or people bothering you. But this year, you're physically stronger. You're mentally and emotionally stronger. You're ready to engage. You're ready to get out there in life. I see multiple new opportunities coming up for Sagittarius in 2019. Now, some of these may have to do with education because that's what your sign rules. So you may be thinking about going back to school or maybe you get a teaching opportunity or maybe there's some sort of courses online that you want to take. I am really working hard to try to get astrology courses on my website online. So that's how I'm working with this energy. But it's much more powerful in your chart. And so you may think about, oh, I want to teach this subject or I've always wanted to learn how to speak French or you know, whatever it is, or do taxes. It's not limited to anything. Your mind is so strong, and it's almost like there's a glow around you. I'm going to tell you, I think there are opportunities coming in all year, especially between now and April, But and then there's a little dip, but they're there all year long, and you get to say yes, and you get to say no. I am also going to say, hang on, pay attention to April. Because although I do see 2019 being significantly better than 2018, April feels like there may be a little bit of contention there between you and anybody you would consider a partner. That can be a spouse. That could be somebody you're dating. It could be a business partner as well. And so that may be just where the two of you are not on the same page. So I would kind of, if it looks like there's a disagreement there, if you can table it for a little while and come back to it in May, you're going to have a much, much easier time finding some agreement. I will say, on the other hand, that June looks great for romance. So if you're single, get out there in June. If you're married, get away for the weekend. Find some couple time for the two of you because that is a nice, lovely, romantic energy for you. Any questions? Um, I Basically, I was just calling to see what you see regarding career and finances, but I think you touched it. So Yeah, she did. I would say... Finances are not going to immediately change the way you want them to. You know, you've got uh, some difficulty there. You've got some some blockages saying you need to pay attention to this. So I will say I see them improving, and you're going to have to be patient and work with that energy. And if you're patient and work with it, they will get better and better slowly. But Sag can be a bit impatient, so sometimes you can be your own worst enemy in that area. I will also say, hang on, I definitely see September and even October being very good for your career. And that would be a time, even late August, that would be a time that I'd put your ideas forward, that I'd update your resume and put yourself out there. That looks very strong. Um, August, September, you're busy, you're working hard, and it is a a strong and, I think, positive time for you. That's not when I would go on vacation because you're going to be busy working. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Stacey. Thank you. you. Okay, so now um, is there anything else before our next caller? No, let's let's try another caller. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants today. Let's okay. let's go with another caller. So this is a Capricorn, and her name is Keisha. Keisha, hi, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Now I will say, Capricorn has a lot going on with them right now. They have Saturn coming up next to their sun. They have Pluto, which has been there for the last several years. So you may feel like the weight of the world is just descended on your shoulders because Saturn usually asks us to take on responsibility. 
And that is not always something that sounds all that fun. But there are all kinds of responsibilities. Let's say we have to take on the responsibility of taking care of a sick relative. That may, you know, that may be a bit challenging, but we may take on the responsibility of starting our own business or having a baby or getting promoted. And those are responsibilities that we may be happy about or eager for. So that word by itself can be looked at in different ways. But it is, and and Capricorn, this is your ruling planet. Capricorn is not the most, you know, bubbly lampshade on the head kind of person. They're pretty, you know, bottom line oriented. They want to have a plan. They want to know what's going on. You know, tell me the deal. And I can, you know, yeah. (laughs) They don't like all this, you know, hitting me with things. I will say this three-year period, 2018, 2019, and 2020, is all about asking you to move up to another level of responsibility. And the more responsibility you can take on yourself, on your terms, the less the universe is going to hit you in the head with responsibility. So I would start to look at where do your ambitions ambitions lie do you want to get promoted do you want to start your own business do you want to achieve in some area of life and i would start to put some effort into that even if it seems like a wild pipe dream oh i i want to be a professional artist with a a show in a gallery in new york just start picking up a paintbrush and painting start to do some things to work on your dreams and to work on your ambitions. And sometimes we think that's a dirty word, but it's not because I look at ambition as a desire for excellence and to use our gifts in the best way possible and to stretch ourselves to achieve the most we can. And that's a positive thing. I will say, hang on, hang on, right now in January, this feels nice. Hang on a minute. Yeah. I will say February looks a little bit better financially. I do think December Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of last year was kind of challenging. I see a lot of emotion coming up for you. So, Cap, yeah. Capricorn, as I say, they're very boundary. They're very, you know, black and white, yes or no. They're not used to swimming in all this murky emotion and feelings, you know. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 we all got feelings. Get over it. Get on with the business, you know. But right yeah. now, you can't do that. You have to address these feelings. They are yeah. not going anywhere for months and months. So if you have some sort of counselor or therapist or advisor that you can talk to, I would really suggest talking to them because ultimately as you go into these feelings, it brings them up to heal them. So you have an Mm -hmm. opportunity this year to go into any kind of emotional wounds you may be holding on to, resentments, anger, the year you didn't get a pony at Christmas or whatever (laughs) boo-boos we we carry forward with us. And it's amazing the boo-boos that we carry forward with us into adulthood, you know. We don't forget, you know. You lied to me about getting that shot and it hurt. You know, we we remember those things. (laughs) So any of these things that you are holding on to, you're going to find yourself remembering them, and they're going to come up. And this is a wonderful year to work on healing that, forgiving that, letting it go. And if you can do – oh, crap. I'm sorry. I will just say very quickly, the more that you Uh can do that – the better it's going to be. Okay, I'm done, Claudia. Thank you. You are so on point. That's exactly what's going on with me. You are perfect. You're on point. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing that and letting me know that I was on point. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Claudia. You see why I need Claudia to keep me honest? Because I can just keep going and going and going. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate it, Claudia. (laughs) Okay, so before we go for the sign of the month, uh, there's a question on the chat room, and this is a Virgo, and her question is, what about purchasing a home? Is this a time for Virgos to purchase a a home? Well, um, if if you're, you're talking about two different things, I will say yes. It is a good time for Virgo to purchase a home. In that area, I will say yes. 
this year it's going to be very real estate oriented, very home oriented for Virgo, and they they are having some great astrological blessings. Yes. But I will also say, and remember what I said earlier in the show, I do think real estate prices are going to be a bit higher in the first part of the year and a bit lower in the second part of the year. But I will say Virgos have so much blessing in their chart this year in terms of real estate that I'd follow your instincts and I'd go ahead and do what feels right because there is some really nice real estate energy around Virgo this year. So, yes, absolutely, go ahead and buy. Perfect. Thank you. She's happy. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) Um, Susan, you remember I'm a Scorpio, so let's see what Scorpios are for the year, and then just go with the a month of the of the no sign of the month. Okay. And let's take a quick look at Scorpio and what is going on with them, and and I'm just going to reiterate and tell everybody. Remember, I'm talking about these things in general. When I say this looks good real estate, when I say this looks good relationship, that's in general. You know, it does not mean, you know, rush out and do something irresponsible. You know, buying a home is a big deal. Make sure you have the money, you're getting a good deal, you've talked to your your banker or whatever. But in general, what I say for Scorpio or Sag or Virgo is about all of the people born under that sign. So I will say for Scorpio, you have a lovely blessing this year in that Jupiter is going to be in your second house. And the second mm-hmm. house is one of material wealth and abundance. And Jupiter is a planet of expansion. Like, what's not to like? So <laughs> this does look like uh, you may be seeing some more prosperity this year. There may be new ideas. Um, to increase earnings or to expand. Jupiter is international, and I know that the radio show is already international, but you may have some other ideas about other countries you, you want to offer the show in or ways to sort of beef up the international presence um, or, or charge different prices for different things. This is you may really be looking at business, budget and your personal budget in a very positive way and i think you can see a higher yearly income this year than you saw last year and one of the things i tell people when i see positive financial energy in their chart is to remember to graciously accept because if somebody wants to give you a financial gift you think oh yeah i'd take it But if your child is trying to give you something, most of the parents I know would say, oh, no, keep your money. Likewise, if if your parent tried to give you something, most of the people I know would tell their parents, no, no, I'm fine, you keep your money. So if a child wanted to say, mom, dad, it's your 25th wedding anniversary, we chipped in and got you a cruise, your job is to say yes graciously kind of thing. And if somebody wants to buy you lunch, let them and say thank you graciously. So that's probably one of the nicest things that I see going on for you this year. I do see Uranus moving into your seventh house this year in March and staying there until August. And that can bring about some changes in partnerships, whether that is a romantic partnership or a friendship partnership or a business partnership. I will say Scorpio is usually pretty firm and pretty settled in what it wants to do. But it's opening up to some new ideas, thinking about, okay, maybe this is going to change. Maybe somebody else wants to change it. Maybe I want to change it. And it takes a lot astrologically to get Scorpio to move from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. But this year I think Scorpio is able to do that and to really incorporate some changes on their terms this year. So does that kind of help you out, Scorpio? Of course. Thank you. Okay. So now we are going to move into the very tail end of what we do at the end of every show. And I talk about the sign of the month. And the sign this month is Capricorn. And, you know, Capricorn gets a bad rep. Saturn is their ruling planet, and Saturn is a bit stern, and it's all about eat your vegetables and this kind of a thing. And so Saturn can come across as a bit dour, and they really have a very caring heart. But what you see 
um, them do is care in very practical ways. And so somebody may say, uh, oh, I'm going through a divorce. And a friend may put their arm around them, you poor thing. They start to pour out their heart. Capricorn may say, do you have a good lawyer? I know somebody who can help you. Are, are you all right? You, you know, where are you going to live? How is this going to happen? And they're trying to help because they're trying to understand the situation and look at practical ways to help you. And so understand that we need both. We need practical help. We need somebody to say, you need to go to a doctor. Have you talked to a lawyer to sort of let us look at that in a different way. Capricorn is great at dealing with reality. They are not going to live in la-la land or live in the denial. They're going to face reality. Sometimes they can face it a little too harshly. Capricorn can sometimes be a little glass half empty instead of the glass half filled. You can tell a Capricorn, I just want a million dollars, and Capricorn will point out that your taxes just went up. But they're not trying to be discouraging. They're trying to help you conserve your money. So they're doing this from positive reasons. And so that's why they sometimes struggle. They are, look at what they're doing to help you, not always the warm, fuzzy stuff. They have very loving hearts. And Capricorn rules business and career. So they usually, even in school, start to think about what do I want to be when I grow up. And they think very practical things. How much does that job pay? How much schooling do I need for that? You know, can I afford this? What kind of loans would I have to take out? They do step one, step two, step three. They really look at the whole thing. You know, the symbol for Capricorn is the goat. And the goat is very sure-footed. It's able to walk up hills and rocky roads. And likewise, Capricorn is looking to climb up the corporate ladder. They are looking to prove themselves and to succeed in life. Capricorns will never ask you to work harder than they work themselves, but they work pretty darn hard. You know, they have a very strong work ethic, and they don't like or appreciate shoddy work or somebody wanting to knock off early early, or not caring about what they do. Capricorn really cares about the excellence of what they do. They don't just want it to be done. They want it to be done right. They want it to be done with a certain kind of quality. They really learn early on in life that the world can be difficult, and they learn to depend on themselves. Many Capricorns will tell you they pull themselves up by their bootstraps. But Capricorn also is the sign that I call the Benjamin Button sign because Saturn rules old age. And for many Capricorns, as they age, as they mature, life gets easier and easier. So many times it's backwards. We Most signs look back on their childhood as innocent and fun. And Capricorn looks back at, oh, I had to get a paper route at 12 and help support the family and walk three miles in the snow to school, you know, uphill all the way kind of thing. But as Capricorn matures... They succeed. They start to have a better income. They start to settle down. They start to come into their own. And this is a sign that's younger at 40, 50, 60 than most other signs. At 50 years old, they may be backpacking through Europe and deciding they want to skydive and go on a road trip and do all kinds of things. So there's a saying about it's never too late to have a happy childhood, and that's Capricorn. The older they get, the more they mature, the more they come into their own. So I think it's a fabulous sign that gets younger the older they get. So congratulations, Capricorn. <laughs> okay, Claudia, beautiful. where are we on time? <laughs> we are just, about, just ready to finish today's show. So okay. any last thing that you want to share with everybody? Well, I am going to say I'm thrilled that you call in. I'm thrilled that you listen. I'm going to say you can contact me on my website at exploreastrology.com. And I do my best to share astrological knowledge and wisdom with everybody. Every day I post on Facebook where the moon is going to be for that day. So be sure to check out my posts on Facebook. If you are not on my mailing list, 
every month I send out free information on what the new moon is doing and what the full moon is doing. And I don't charge for that. I just send it out, again, to share my love of astrology. So if you want to receive that information, just send me your email address and I'll put you on my list and make sure that you get that. And as I mentioned earlier, every month on my website, I put out free predictions for every sign. And so I do everything I can to share astrology with other people. One of the things that I'm looking at rolling out in February is something that I'm calling Susan's Stargazers Club. And I am looking at starting a club that will give each person who is a member a monthly printout of all of your astrological best times for the month and the most challenging times for the month so that you will know month to month where should I schedule the big meeting? When is the best time to go for the interview? When should I buy a lottery ticket? What are my best, highest energy times for the month? Likewise, you're going to know where to avoid. Oh, you know, don't schedule the job interview when the energy is that low. And so I'm only charging $10 a month. And I will send that out to everybody. And I am also going to start doing a quarterly newsletter this year. I've never done that before, but this year I'm going to start doing it. And I'm going to put in information that I don't share anywhere else. Things about eclipses and what's going on astrologically for you. And I'm going to share that quarterly. And I'm going to give people a discount on my talks, lectures, workshops during the year. So it's going to be a pretty good deal. I'm really close to having it finished. And as soon as I have it finished, I'll be letting everybody know about it. So I guess that's everything from my end. How are we doing, Claudia? Perfect, Susan. And thank you for being here. Everybody, thank you for listening. Share, share, share. And we will be back next month on the last Monday of the month. Thank you, Susan, and have a wonderful weekend. Week. Okay. You, you too. Bye, Claudia. Bye-bye.